Good evening, everyone, and welcome to episode 254 of the Ask the Coach show, where ping skills helps you improve your table tennis. Today, we're going to discuss the European Olympic qualification, how to improve your serve, whether you can improve when training with weaker players, and how to develop better control. I'm Jeff Plum, and as always, Supercoach Alois Rosario is here with me to answer your questions. Welcome, Alois. Hey, good evening, Jeff. Yeah, so a uh, different timeline tonight. So it's uh, evening here in Melbourne, but uh, just trying something different. How Absolutely. Are you? I, I couldn't handle those early mornings, Alois. I said, let's try the evenings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Jeff's, Jeff's not a morning person at all, guys. Just, yeah. <laughs> And um, I can see we've got our uh, jumpers on. It's a bit cold in Melbourne. Yeah, getting uh, heading towards winter. It's still uh, um, autumn here, but, uh, yeah, starting to cool off. That's right. And I've got a, um, a Ping Skills uh, mug. A bit hard to see there. Ping Skills mug with my tea in it, keeping me nice and warm. Oh, a cup of tea, Jeff. That's nice. Absolutely. Well, it is a big show, Alloys. A lot of useful uh, information, some good questions, and um, of course, the European Olympic qualifications. What is going on there? Yeah, so uh, just in the preliminary or the qualifying groups at the moment, so it's a pretty complex system, but there are 16 groups of four players in both the men's and the women's. Um, so there's yeah, four players in each group, but three players go through to the next stage. So it's a bit, yeah, a bit funny. So basically only one person from each group is eliminated. Um, there are also 16 seeded players, so the top 16 players in the tournament. But they don't have to play in these groups. Uh, they're already in the, the main draw. And then um, these other players, so three from each group, will then join them. Um, and basically what will happen is that then they have eight different knockout tournaments. So uh, players one to eight are put into the eight groups and then players nine to 16 are put into the into those groups as well. And then all these other players that are playing the qualification tournaments. Um, so another six players will go into um, that group. And then uh, they play a knockout tournament of, of eight players. So quarterfinal, semifinal, final. If you win that group, you're through. You're playing at the Olympics. So, um, yeah, it's an um, interesting system. So in the men's, um, so no real surprises at this stage. Um, so Wang Zhengyi is the top player playing in the men's qualification group. He's, had, he's cruised through in his, his two matches or his three matches. Um, all 4-0. Um, uh, Jonathan Groff from Denmark has got through as well. Um, so, yeah, so mainly mainly uh, no real surprises there. Um, in, in group five, an interesting group. So I'm uh, not sure who gets through in that situation. So Bojan Tokic from Slovenia, Robin Debos from Belgium, and Hibai from Slovakia all had two wins each. So, yeah, we'll let the ref uh, work that one out. But, yeah, interesting interesting uh, tournament. Zoran Primorak doesn't he's, – he's still in there. He won one match, so that should get him through to the next round. But, um, but yeah, he lost to Daniel Gorak uh, 4-0. And, uh, yeah, so anyway. so And Drinkle 
Drinkle also still in the race. He um, he won his first two matches and will face up again against Carlos Mercado from Spain in his last match, which will be on fairly shortly, I would say. So um, after the show, go to ITTF, uh, the ITTV, get onto it. Just watch some of these great matches. Absolutely, yeah. As we said, certainly an exciting time in table tennis. An exciting year. All right. Um, let's move on to the... Oh, we're going to do the drill of the week, um, Alloys. I'd forgotten that we do the drill of the week on a Thursday. What Wednesday. is... It's Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. Wednesday. It's, this, this... <laughs> There's no good in the evening either. <laughs> it's a Wednesday, of course it is. And that means it's drill of the week time. <laughs> what are we going to be? What is the drill of the week? Uh, it's serving, serving practice, Jeff. So, um, yeah, so we're just talking about, I suppose it was serving practice, but just the relevance of serving practice and, and how good you can make your serving practice. Um, and probably one of my big bugbears of... Um, of watching players do their serving practice is players are standing there and almost mindlessly just serving and, you know, just picking up the ball and serving it. You know, that's about as much value as sitting on the couch and watching the tally. So you, you really need to make your service practice relevant um, and see if you can get to the level where you, you've got someone up the other end that's returning the ball to you too because, again, that adds so much more relevance than if you're just standing there with a bucket of balls um, without anyone up there. So, you know, you can progress pretty quickly from just serving practice to just stick someone up the other end. Stick a cardboard cutout of Jeff up the other end um, and even serve to that. It's even better than uh, than not having anything up there. So... Um, <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Like you said, Alois, I guess it's just imagining that someone's going to return the ball just brings a bit of extra focus to that practice. Yeah, exactly. And if it's Jeff, you know, like you'll be scared. Petrified. <laughs> um, exactly. I'm also growing my beard for winter um, to, make, to make me look more scary. Well, yeah. So, guys, get a picture of Jeff, put him on a cardboard cutout, stick him up the other end of the table and serve to him, not at him. Don't try and hit him in the head like some other people might have done recently. Hmm. Indeed. Very good. All right. So get out on the table. Practice your serving. Such a big part of the game. But practice with focus and, um, you know, don't just do it blindly without thinking. Otherwise, you won't improve. All right. Now, the last Ping Silla's question of the day, Alois, was, what is your favourite sport apart from table tennis? And people were pretty keen to jump in and answer this one. Boy, were they ever. Had a lot. Had a big response here. And um, and not a lot of uh, consensus amongst the group. There's there's such a wide variety of sports that people have liking, are liking. So Adam said, number one, ice skating. Two, inline skating. Three, fishing. Fishing, if you consider that a sport, he says. Um, Tiago, poker. Is that a sport, Jeff? I don't know about that. Yeah, I'm no, not it's sure. Sport. It's more a, more a game, right? Or a, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm not going to give that one to you, Tiago. Poker? Nah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Fabio, volleyball and tennis. Yeah. Manuel said, at the moment, weightlifting. Good on you. 
Ariosi, Magic, The Gathering. What's he on about? No I don't idea. know. Is that like an online game? Oh, maybe. Yeah. I'm probably about 40 years too old for that. Um, yeah. If anyone knows what Magic of the Gathering is, just let me know, would you? Um, um, Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton has answered. He's not a bad singer from the old old days. Um, pretty good. Whitewater canoeing, said Michael Bolton. Oh, um, that's like an extreme sport. It is. It is. Um, and then Sammy said mixed martial arts. So we got yeah, we got lots snorkeling. Robert Symes said snorkel. Symesy, no, snorkeling is not a sport. That is <laughs> a, a pastime activity. Um, Brendan Ruin said basketball. Now, Dita. Dita's always got something interesting to say. Let's have a look what he said. I've never enjoyed any sport, including table tennis, I'm afraid, as much as playing football, the one with the feet, not the hands, with a couple of friends on an improvised pitch on summer nights outdoors with a couple of beers when the dust had settled. Those were the days. Come on, Dita. It's not as good as table tennis, surely. Yes, and as someone recently said in an email, we were having a conversation with someone about how table tennis is the most popular sport in the world. With football, once you get too old, it's really hard to play. But table tennis, you can play your whole life. Yeah. Come on, Dita, you're too old for for football. Get back to your table tennis. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And Glenn O'Day says, love my AFL, which is Australian rules football. Um, especially on those rare occasions when my team wins. Go D's. Yeah, yeah. Barrick from Melbourne, which, yeah, unfortunately not, not a very strong team. But anyway, lots and lots of uh, variety with your thoughts there. So uh, thanks for that, guys. Yeah, it was interesting. I Yeah, so a few thoughts. I saw someone answered rugby union and he used to put it on his resume and they were like, you play table tennis and rugby union? They're kind of a bit opposite. <laughs> <laughs> no, they both yeah. require a lot of, lot of thinking, rugby union. <laughs> Indeed. All right. Well, let's move on to today's Ping Skillers question of the day, which is what percentage should you serve short and what percentage should you serve long? And then what percentage do you actually serve short and actually serve long? All right, so jump onto our Facebook page and uh, let us know the answer to that or onto the Ping Skills blog. All righty. Now it is time for the best segment, Alois, on this day. What happened on the 13th of April? You know what? I've got no idea. <laughs> I forgot to look at <laughs> <laughs> this is a great segment. <laughs> um, That's uh, funny. No, 13th of April, my best friend, one of my best friends from school's birthday. There you go. Brendan Abraham's happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday, Brendan. Brendan Man. Abraham's, remember the name? Yeah. So very famous person in my life, Brendan Abraham's happy birthday, 13th of April. There you go. Nice one. All righty. Yeah. All done. You got anything better then, than that? I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. I got nothing. Uh, it's a friend of ours' daughter's 10th birthday today. Well, there you go. Happy birth- 10th birthday to Jeff's friend's daughter. 
<laughs> Indeed. All right. Well, let's get into the questions, Alice, because we've got some really good questions today. Yeah, hopefully. It's um, but I'm just wondering. Yeah, hopefully it's better. Have you got the right microphone on? I have. Oh, good. I don't know. That'll just sound a little bit. Oh no, it's gone uh, off again. Hello. Wait. Is that better? Well, that is much clearer, yeah. So I thought it was sounding a bit funny. No, so, that was um, just... Great start to the show. I didn't know what day it was. Alice using the wrong microphone. But now we know what day it is. Alice has got the right microphone on, and we've got some really useful questions coming up that are going to help your table tennis. So if you've stayed with us this long, you're well done, you're and you're really going to benefit you're now. Crazy. If you've stayed with us this long, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into the questions. The first one is from Jesus. Who really? Says, oh, yes, really. He says, okay. I'm missing too many serves in matches. I'm afraid of making an easy service to the opponent and I take risks and I receive several flicks and I miss more in the first set and less in the others. What can I do mentally and tactically in training to improve in this area? Yeah, so I think this is this is where we talked a little bit earlier about um, the quality of your service practice and, and what you actually need to practice in, uh, with your service practice. So um, during training, it's really important to just try to set yourself up um, in a more of a match-like situation when you're practicing your serves, because then when you get to the match situation, it's not such a such a big difference. I often see this. So players are really good at serving short. You know, they can serve it short with backspin. The ball bounces 10 times on the other side, but then they get into a match situation and everything goes long or there's no backspin on it or whatever it is. So it's a, it's a matter of just immersing yourself and, and just giving yourself more opportunities to, to practice that serve in a, in a proper setting. Um, so, you know, have that cardboard cut out of Jeff sitting up the other end of the table. Um, put yourself under pressure. Just mentally think about, okay, so I'm, I'm now going to serve. Um, scores nine all. Let's see what I can do. Um, so, so let's, yeah, get that, get that service practice more relevant, I think, is, is the key for me. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? I mean, if, you, if you're imagining that it's an important situation, um, then when you get to that important situation, you're going to feel a little bit more comfortable and hopefully the practice will have paid off. Okay, good advice. All right, well, the next question is from Muhammad, who says, can I improve my game by playing with a partner who has the level of game similar to me or is it necessary to have someone who's better than me to improve? He says, me and my partner use your videos as our guide and coach. All right. Really important um, to get this across. It's really, really uh, important to know that you can practice with almost anybody at any level but you've just got to tailor the practice um, to the player that you're practicing with. So if you're practicing with someone the same level or even weaker than you, then um, make the drills relevant so that um, they perhaps they know where the ball's coming and they're hitting to you in a more random fashion. So whoever you're practicing with, just utilize the level and the skill that they've got and, and, and work through your training, uh, training session. Um, 
just find find the appropriate drills that are going to work for you. Um, yeah, and I see a lot of this now where players think that they've got to practice with, you know, practice with a coach or, pra- or pay a coach, um, you know, almost full time to hit with them. And they're missing out on just the bulk of training that you really need, you know. Just go and get your mate, um, just get down to the training hall and practice for a couple of hours. It, that's... That's so much more important than just, you know, only practicing if you've got um, someone that's really good to practice with. Um, There's a lot of uh, wasted time if you're not utilising the rest of your time to practice with whoever you can get um, to to practice with. Yeah, and on a similar note, Alois, I guess if you just practice only with your coach, you're also missing out on playing against different styles. So, you know, playing against all these different people gives you more exposure to different types of spins and different ways of returning your serve. And so it's also good to play against varied um, training partners. Yeah, and, and yeah, that's that's really relevant because I think, you know, uh, when you're playing against a really good player all the time, they're hitting the ball really cleanly at you. You know, the ball's coming through nicely. It's... It's um, consistent that the spin on the ball is consistent most of the time. Whereas, you know, if you're playing with some lower level players, your ugly balls, I call them the ugly shots, you know, where the ball doesn't really come through nicely. They might just be putting a little bit of side spin on it because they haven't got a pure shot. Um, And it's important to be able to adjust to that level of, of play as well. So, yeah, just utilize anyone that you can get. Get out there on the table, train hard, um, train smart. Yeah, great advice there. And thanks for the question, Muhammad. Now, next up is one from Timmy who says, what is a good way for me to practice hitting the ball in the same spot while training or just simply getting better control of the ball? Usually the ball just flies anywhere on the table without me being able to control it very well. Yeah, the, this the, the really simple answer here is to put a little target on the table. The smaller the target that you can put on there, the better. So you know, if you if you think about it as if I'm just going to aim for the table somewhere, then your target's that big, and then you can miss by that much. If you start to uh, put a smaller target on the table, then you're aiming for a small area. And so your focus becomes much better. Um, and it, then if you miss by that much, you still got the ball on the table and it's still, you know, it's still quite relevant for you. So um, put a target on the table or put several targets on the table and see if you can start to aim for those. And you'll find it, it'll be quite amazing. It, it's not a technical issue where you need to think about, oh, I need to move my, my bat this way. Just put a target on there and aim for it. And you'll be surprised at how much better your accuracy gets and your control as well. It is surprising, isn't it? Because you think if I'm not actually changing anything, why is it going to improve my accuracy? But your brain's amazing. Well, maybe not yours, but most people's brains are amazing. <laughs> Mine too. Yeah, Alois is maybe not Alice. No, he's got an amazing brain too. Of course he does. But if, you, if you're just watching the ball and watching where it's going and you're trying to hit that target, if, if you hit it a bit to the left, your brain just goes, oh, okay, I've got to move it a bit more to the right. And it just really quickly, your accuracy will improve with the target. So 
If you don't believe me, put some targets on the table and try it out, and um, I'm sure you'll be surprised. All right, now, Alois, um, Eternity Deluxe has just changed his Google name, and he says, Hi, guys, it's been a long time since you have streamed in the night. I understand when you stream at 5.30 in the morning, but in Singapore, that's 3.30. So I hope you guys can return to streaming at night. Well, thank you. Thanks for jumping on and thanks for uh, watching. It's great to hear some support. Um, and anyone can ask. Yes. Good name. And anyone. Yeah, it is a good name. And anyone can ask us a question live on the show. You just go to our Google Plus page, which you can find at the bottom of our of every page on our website. So pinkseals.com. Scroll to the bottom. And then you just go to the latest show and click on the Q&A button and you'll be able to ask a question live on the show. And Eternity Deluxe just said, Alois, I've just, um, I've just a video yesterday. So maybe, maybe he's made a video. Great. There you go. All right. Well, thanks for letting us know. And that, Alois... Wraps up this show. I think we brought it home strong, a little dodgy at the start, but some really good, useful information there. Everyone listening, make sure you go to pingskills.com and sign up for our free email newsletter if you haven't already. And we just keep those questions coming. We love answering them. And thank you, Alois. All right. Thanks, Jeff. And good evening. Good Wednesday evening to you. And I've got my microphone on. Listen, one, two, three. It all, smells, all sounds good. Um, so wow, and it would, sounds, the closer you get, the, the even the better it sounds. Hello, the, it's like the closer really you clear. get, the be- hello, the closer you get, hello, hello, hello. Yes. Yeah, right. maybe you should do the whole show just um, with like the microphone that. up really close. Yeah, like the uh, like the uh, singers. I can just put the microphone here. Perhaps that'd be better. I'll just do the show like this. That's but, right. Now, but it's now, hard while to see the questions. This, yeah, yeah, but we do have another question, actually, so we better answer that. Liam Mills, thank you for jumping on and asking a question. He says, buying a bat from Rebel Sport, what's your opinion? Um, if you value the opinion of a person that looks like this. Um, so Rebel Sport um, have a reasonable sort of range of table tennis bats. Um, they've got some some good basic bats, Um Usually, so um, and they're they're fine. I would, if you can, go to a table tennis club. Though you're, you're going to get a better rate or a better quality of bat, um, and probably at a cheaper price too. But yeah, I mean, they've got they've got a reasonable sort of range at Rebel Sport. So that's it. That's yeah, that's the last time I went though, Alois, I didn't see many good bats. I think a previous time I might have seen some Steger Supremes or something, but the last time I went, I sort of had a look and I couldn't see anything that was that good. It was kind of all fairly cheap bats. Um, okay. Yep. Yeah, so, okay. yeah. So it depends, Liam. I think, yeah, as Alice said, if you can go to a table tennis club, you're just going to get a much better range of table tennis bats that are good and potentially even cheaper. Um, I'll put a link up to our video on how to choose a table tennis bat. That gives you some good ideas of what to look for. So the main thing is to look for a decent rubber that's going to be able to generate some spin so you'll be able to learn how to how to play with spin. Uh, that's a big one. Um, but, yeah, have a look in the show notes and um, watch that video. Hopefully it helps you out. And thanks for jumping on and asking a question live on the show. Excellent. 
All right, everyone. Well, good evening, and uh, we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye, guys. See ya. See ya. What did Eternity say?